If you have your Bibles tonight, the book of 1 Kings chapter 17. Very familiar passage of Scripture. I'm going to read about the first six verses and, and we'll pray and I'll give you what the Lord has laid upon my heart for tonight. I, I told them, Brother Dennis, some of them, Brother David back there, we had our sunrise service. We have a, a community sunrise service and a Thanksgiving service. There's four churches that will come together. And, and we had a great sunrise service at the church we were at. And when we got there at our church, Brother Richard, I told them, I said, if you wanted an Easter sermon this morning, you should have been at sunrise service. <laughs> Amen. But the Lord, He had me to go a different way. Amen. I preached on Mephibosheth over there on the crippled boy and the king. Amen. You know, we were all crippled at one time. Amen. But I thank God tonight. Amen. Find your place to say Amen. Says, and Elijah the Tishbite, who was of the inhabitants of Gilead, said unto Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel liveth before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Give thee hence, and turn thee eastward, and hide thyself by the brook Cherith, that is before Jordan. And it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed thee there. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord, for he went and dwelt by the brook Cherith, that is before Jordan. And the ravens brought him bread and flesh in the morning and bread and flesh in the evening, and he drank of the brook. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the reading of your holy word tonight. Father, I pray tonight, Lord, that you would anoint me afresh, use me, Lord, in the power and demonstration of the Holy Ghost of God. Father, I pray, Lord, that you'd move throughout this congregation tonight. Father, that we can worship you tonight in spirit and in truth tonight, Lord, Father. And we pray, Lord, that you would touch hearts and change lives here tonight, Father. And I pray tonight, Lord, if there be one in need tonight, Lord, Father, that need be met. Father, we thank you tonight, Lord, and we love you for all you're going to do, Lord. We'll give you all the honor, glory, and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. And all God's people said, Amen, Amen. I'm going to get my text verse from right here tonight in verse 4, and it says, And it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed thee there. Amen. I want to preach on this thought for a little while tonight, preacher, with the help of the Lord tonight, on a place called there. Amen. A place called there. God specifically gave Elijah directions for his protection and provision. He could only expect these provisions, Brother Dennis, if he obeyed God. Amen. God told him, Brother Chris, He said, I want you to go down there to the brook chair there. There's a place there. I've already commanded the ravens to feed you in the morning. They're going to feed you in the evening. But Elijah, you got to get to that place called there. Amen. Sometimes tonight, preacher, amen, we ask a question, where is there? Listen to me tonight. There is wherever God has you or has directed you to go. Amen. 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 I've been there a lot, Brother Terry, here lately. Amen. Brother Chris, it's just been recently that God has had me at that place, Brother Dennis, called there. And sometimes He's got to get us there to get us by ourselves, to get us away from all the commotion of going on in life. Amen. Amen. There is not usually the place of our choosing either. Amen. I'm sure Elijah would have loved to have been up in the, the, the Baymont Motel or something somewhere. Hey Amen. Getting an ice cold glass of tea. Hey Amen. And a big old T-bone, brother. That's where I would have wanted to have been. Amen, a big old T-bone. Amen, that he could have took a steak knife and cut down in. But Brother Terry, you know the Word of God said that he had already commanded the ravens to bring him bread and flesh in the morning and in the evening. Amen. It's the place that God has chosen for us tonight. Amen. Amen. Tonight, you know the reason you're here at Charity Free Will Missionary Baptist Church? Amen. Because this is that place called there that God wanted you to be tonight. Amen. 
Amen. For Jeremiah, it was the potter's house. Amen. Jeremiah 18.1 and so on says this right here. says the word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord saying, Arise and go down to the potter's house and there... Did you hear that? And there, Brother Travis, I will cause thee to hear my words. Amen. And I was like the sister Joanne was talking about. Amen. Brother Travis, she said, Brother Dennis, she said she wasn't able to make it Wednesday night. She said, I was able to watch it on live stream, but it ain't like being in the presence of God's people, preacher. Amen. It's not like feeling the anointing of the Holy Ghost of God upon your floor through the place. Amen. God has got a place called there tonight for you to be. Amen. It was the potter's house for Jeremiah. Amen. He said, Jeremiah, go down to the potter's house. Amen. I'll still let you see a work being done upon the wheel. And I'm paraphrasing there a little bit. Amen, Brother Dennis. And while Jeremiah was there in the potter's house, we all know the story, Brother Chris. Amen. It says that the potter, amen, he started a work upon the wheel, Brother Dennis. And listen to me tonight. Amen. Sometimes when we get to that place called there, the Word of God says that the, the clay was marred in the potter's hand. And sometimes, preacher, when we get to that place called there, it seems like things start falling apart in our life. And brother Chris, it seems like that God is nowhere around. That God is nowhere to be found. But you know what? Amen. He still got us upon that wheel, preacher. Amen. A molding us and a making us. Amen. He said, arise and go down to the potter's house. And I'll cause thee to hear my words. Hey, Amen. There's not many churches around the nation today, preacher, that you can go to and hear the Word of God anymore. Hey, Amen. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Hey, Amen. Preacher, there's not many anymore. Hey, use the old King James Bible. Hey, Amen. They've done changed it for that nothing interesting version, Brother Chris. Hey, Amen. And that ain't good for nothing but a, a burn pile, Brother Dennis. Amen. Hey, this is the infallible Word of God. Amen. Amen. We don't need to change it. Amen. If it was good enough for Grandma and Grandpa, amen, it all be good enough for us tonight, amen. Hey, they got to that place called there, Chris. And you know what happens when you get to that place called there? God can change your life for you. Hey man, He can change you. He can make a new creature out of you tonight. Hey man, for Naaman, it was a muddy river called Jordan. Hey man, we know the story of Naaman, brother Dennis the leper there. Hey man, but Second Kings five and twelve says are, are not Abinadab far far rivers of Damascus better than all the waters of Israel. May I not wash in them and be clean? So he turned and went away in rage. Hey man, he didn't want to go down to the Jordan, brother. Hey man, that Jordan River was dirty. Amen. But the man of God told him, Brother Terry, he said, you go down there and you dip yourself in the river. Amen. He said, you'll be made whole. Amen. And most of us will get to that place called there tonight, preacher. Amen. We'll get in one time. And that's the thing we got. We all, well, everything's going to be all right. But the Word of God, Terry says he went in and he come back and he was still the same. Amen. He went in a second time, Travis. Nothing happened. Amen. Third, fourth. Amen. We get to a point in our life, preacher. Amen. God has got us there for a specific reason, preacher. Amen. And things that, hey, we say, well, Lord, amen. Well, look, it's not Burger King. We can't have it our way all the time. Amen, Brother Don. But, but while Naaman was there, preacher, Hey man, I think he finally came to himself. Hey, I'm gonna go one more time and see what happens. Hey man, I preached that one time, preacher Terry. I said just one more time. Hey man, that's all we gotta go, Chris. Is just one more time. Hey man, if we'll get down to the Potter's house. Hey man, if we'll get down to the Jordan. Hey man, Second Kings five fourteen says, then went he down and dipped himself seven 
times in Jordan according to the saying of the man of God and his flesh came again did you hear that his flesh came again like unto the flesh listen to me now not of a of a a middle-aged man not of an older gentleman amen but the flesh of a little child Amen. And he was clean. Amen. Oh, because preacher, God took him to that place called there. Amen. Sometimes God has to get us to a place called there, brother Chris. Amen. To get us where we need to be. Amen. In order to follow him, preacher. Amen. Amen. But it's just like, and I don't know why I'm going here right now. Amen. But that's just like the colt that was tied over there. Amen. And the Lord said, Hey, you go tell him, you go get that colt. Amen. You loose him, you bring him to me. Amen. That colt was loosed when the Lord said to loose him. Amen. Preacher, there's a crossroad there. Hey man, if that colt had got loose before God said go get him, you know what would have happened? Been like most of us. We'd have made the wrong turn. Hey man. I know what I'm talking about tonight. I've been there, Sister Joanne. I know, Richard, that whenever Brother Dennis, my mama, would pray for me and pray for me. Hey man, and sometimes, Chris, I'd go down. Hey man. Just because I'd see mama crying. Preacher, I'd get down there. And I'd let my mama hear me, Chris, cry out to God. But you know something? I'd get back up, Dennis, and I'd go back to the pew and sit down the same way I was when I walked up there. I was going on emotions, amen. Amen. But there was a time in my life when God prepared a place called there for me. Preacher, and it was right then and there, preacher. Amen. Whenever I made amends with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and He saved my wretched old soul from a devil's hell. Amen. Sometimes we have to get to a place called there. God had already knew where Elijah was going, He had already prepared His path. Elijah, you go down there by the brook Cherith. I've already commanded a Raven to feed thee there. Where do you get fed at tonight? A place called there. Amen. It don't matter what the sign says outside. This is a place called there. This is a place that God has ordained for you to get fed the Word of God tonight. Preacher, we can look around tonight. Amen. I don't know how many was here this morning, but I'm sure the number's probably off tonight because they've got other things that are going on. Hey, man, but what's more important tonight? Hey, man, in serving our risen Savior, Brother Chris, the one that bled and died for us, Brother Terry. Hey, man, he got to that place called there too. Hey, man. For Moses, it was a cleft in the rock. Amen. Moses desired to see the glory of God. He said, show me your glory. Exodus 33, 21 through 23 says, The Lord said, Behold, listen to me now, there is a place by me. There's a place Amen, preacher. He says, and thou shalt stand upon a rock. <laughs> Amen, brother Richard. I believe I know the rock he was talking about. Amen, preacher. I believe at that cliff up there that was in the rock. There was a special rock there. Amen. And his name was Jesus. Amen. Hey, hey, because the glory of God, Amen, is the Son. Amen. He says, behold. There is a place by me, and thou shalt stand upon a rock, and it shall come to pass while my glory passeth by. Amen. That I will put thee in the cleft of a rock, or of the rock, and I will cover thee with my hand while I pass by. Amen. He says, and I'll take away my hand, and thou shalt see my back parts or hinder parts. 
but my face you can't see. Amen. The glory of God, Brother Chris. Hey man, could you imagine what Moses seen there that day, preacher, as he was up there in the cliff of the rock, and as the Lord passed by, preacher, and he put his hand up over his face, and he just got to see the hinder parts of him, Richard. Hey man, can you imagine of the glory that he seen because he was at a place called there? Amen. Amen, preacher. I thought it was going to cut loose in here a while ago because I was over here. Amen. And they were singing, I'll fly away. And all of a sudden, I started seeing a blur coming in the room. I said, fill it up, Holy Ghost. Fill it up. Amen. Use this vessel tonight. Use these people tonight to glorify you. Amen. But we've got to get to that place called there. Amen. For Joseph's, for Joseph's father and his brother, it was the land of Goshen. Amen. Genesis 45, 10 through 11. It says, Thou shalt dwell in the land of Goshen, and thou shalt be near unto me. Thou and thy children, and thy children's children, and thy flocks, and thy herds, and all that thou hast. And there will I nourish thee. Amen. For yet there are five years of famine, lest thou and thy household and all that thou hast come to poverty. Amen. It was a place called there. And Goshen means drawing near. Amen. I'm going to go ahead and tell you something tonight. It's time that we draw near to God. Amen. Because preacher, He's coming back. Amen. Ready or not. Amen. He's coming back. Remember, it's possible to be in church. Listen to me now. Yet being a far country. Amen. And not have the nourishment of God. Preacher, there's so many churches there, and I've been in some. Amen, Richard. It's got a name on it that says such and such church. Amen. But God's nowhere within 10 million miles of it. Amen, preacher, that had Dennis, that they can't, you can't feel the anointing power of God. There's nothing in the singing. There's nothing in the testifying. There's nothing in the preaching. It's just stale. How many of you have ever had stale bread? Amen, about dried up. Ain't no nourishment in it at all. Chris, you ever had any of that? Oh, yeah, I have too. Amen, sometimes you put it in the toaster, just give it a little crunch. Throw some jelly or something on it. Hey man, but you know, we get to a place and we, just because we're sitting in a church somewhere, we're still off in a faraway country. Hey man, we could go from right there, preacher over there. Hey man, to the prodigal son. Hey man, he'd sit in the father's house. Amen. For there ain't no telling how many years. But the day come, he said, I want the inheritance that falls to me. And the whole time he was there, preacher, I believe that he was contemplating that in his mind. Amen. He said, hey, I've got to get what's falling my way so I can get out of here. Amen, Brother Richard. And eventually the day came, he had sat in church for all those years, but his mind was somewhere else. Amen. But but one day, preacher, he said that he was down there of feeding his wine in a faraway country. He had joined citizenship with another country. Uh Amen, preacher. But he said he was down there, said he was about to starve to death, brother. I'm just breaking it down old country terms. Is that all right? I'm from the country. Amen. Brother Richard said that he got down there and he was starving to death. Preacher and he said that he said this right to himself. He said, my father's hired servants have enough bread and even enough to spare. And I'm laying here starving to death. He said, preacher, that he was almost ready to eat the slop. He was feeding the hogs. You ever slopped hogs? I've heard you say you have before. Hey Amen. Whenever you slop hogs, I can remember my granny. I was just a wee little boy then. Hey Amen, Brother Chris. But everything, you come off that kitchen table, would go in that bucket. And it would sit out there in the sun all day long, sis. And, and wouldn't be surprised. I'm not trying to get dirty or nothing or nasty. 
Preacher, it wouldn't be nothing. There'd be maggots working it before the end of the day. And Terry, they'd take it out there and slop them hogs with it and them hogs have a field day. Just in there slobbering all over it and, and licking it up, Brother Chris, like, like it was their last meal. And for some of them it might have been. For some of them it might have been. Amen, preacher. But but he said that he came to himself. He got to that place called there. And he said, hey, if I could just go back home to daddy. Sometimes, preacher, we need to let them get to that place called there. Hey man, they'll come to themselves. I've got two children right now. Let me go ahead and tell you. That's how the will of God. Oh. Brother Terry, if they don't get right with God before he comes back, before that trump sounds, brother, they're going to get left behind. You hear a lot of preachers, oh, don't tell them they're going to die and go to hell. Why not? Why not tell them that? I know I believe I said that the last time I was up here. Amen. But I love my children. Amen, preacher. And a lot of times, Terry, I said, if I could just do what Noah did. Well, what Noah do, preacher? He got his family in. Amen. If I could just get my family in, preacher. Amen. What an accomplishment I could have done through God. Amen. Amen. Sometimes, preacher, we have to let them get to that place called there. Amen. Where they'll come to themselves. And say, hey, oh, how I need God in my life. How I need a Savior. Amen. How I need somebody to lead me, guide me, and direct me tonight. Amen. Amen. But listen, it's possible for us to be in church and yet be so far away from church. Amen. I know we've got some that sit at our church all the time, and I'll say it. They're probably watching right now, Chris. They'll sit there, they'd rather be on Facebook than in God's book, in the house of God. Nowhere near the church. Even though they're sitting in it. But they're nowhere in the church. The days are coming, preacher. Hey, man, you say, well, you're going far left with this. Hey, I'll be right back on script in a minute. Hey, man, preacher, but they say, oh, you know, I'm wanting to share this or share that. Why don't you share the good news? Hey, man, after you leave the house of God. I told him one time I had something to quit the church one time. Said he wouldn't come back, a young boy. All of them was in there on the phones, Chris, and during the preaching and all that, and the preacher can see it. He can see what goes on, preacher. Yeah, I know you can see your congregation and what they're doing. You can see the ones that's asleep and the ones that's not, the ones that's fumbling around and the ones that ain't. Chris, I told him one night, I says, we're going to pass the offering plate around after we take up the offering. We're going to take up the cell phones. They didn't like that, Terry. Well, I can't come back here. Rather give up the Lord than they had Facebook. Hey, man, I preached a message one time, and I'm getting right back here to where I was at on a place called there. Is it God's book or Facebook? Hey man, hey, tonight church, we need to get to that place called there, amen. Hey man, for Joseph, listen to me tonight. It was a prison. We all know the story of Joseph. How he was betrayed by his own brothers. Hey man. Hey man, how that Chris that they 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 throwed him off in a pit and and they took and killed a, uh, an animal and they blooded his coat up and they took it to to his daddy and said, "Look, your boy's dead." And he got down there. He was falsely accused of sexual misconduct. Amen. 
and he was forgotten. He was thrown into the prison. Amen. Genesis 41, 9 through 10 says, Then spake the chief butler unto Pharaoh, saying, I do remember my faults this day. It says, Pharaoh was wroth with his servants and put me in ward in the captain of the guard's house, both me and the chief baker. And I'm going to go ahead and read some more. And we dreamed a dream in one night. I and he, we dreamed each man according to the interpretation of his dream. And there was there with us a young man, an Hebrew, <laughs> servant to the captain of the guard. And we told him and he interpreted us our dreams to each man according to his dream he did interpret. And it came to pass as he had interpreted to us, so it was me he restored into mine office, and him he hanged. Then Pharaoh sent and called Joseph, and they brought him hastily out of the dungeon, and he shaved himself and changed his raiment, and came in unto Pharaoh. There was a place called there for Joseph. You say, preacher, what was that place? That place was prison. Amen. It was right there. Listen to me tonight now. That God used Joseph. Amen. And sometimes, Chris, we don't like going to that place called there because it's not where we really want to be. Amen. Preacher, there's a lot of places that I go that I don't want to be. And I'm sure there's a lot of places that y'all preachers go that you really don't want to be. Amen. But it's a place called there that God has put us for a specific reason to help somebody else. Amen. But we all know what happened to Joseph. Hey man, hey, he, he was made, he was in charge of everything. Hey man, we all know, Brother Dennis, that Joseph, his family was down there, Chris, and they came and, and they was needing some food. I'm paraphrasing again. Hey man, preacher, and he was sitting there and here they come in. They didn't even recognize who he was. Their own brother. And you know why they never recognized who he was? They had been to church, but they never said in the church. Uh-oh, preacher, you're getting hard on us. Amen. I know your preacher does. Amen. We didn't come to make friends. No way. Amen. Hey man, we come to try to give you the Word of God tonight. Amen. And there's a place called there for us tonight. Amen. We know tonight that there was a place called there for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And this is Resurrection Sunday. Amen. But there was a place called there, Brother Travis. That brother Dennis that Christ had to make his way up Golgotha's hill up to a place called Mount Calvary. Hey man, where they stood him up between two thieves or two malefactors, the Word of God says. Hey man, preacher, and the Word of God said, he said this, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. Amen, and I'm here tonight to tell you, amen, that's what it's our job to do is to lift up Jesus Christ tonight. And my pastor told me years ago, preacher, amen, I don't know if any of you knew him or not, his name was uh, William Howard. I don't even think he pastors anymore now. I don't even know if he even preaches anymore. Amen, but Brother Travis, amen. He told me one time, he said, Donald, he says that it don't matter from Genesis to Revelations. He said, if you ever preach anything that don't center around Jesus Christ, you better leave it alone. Amen. Amen. I said, is that right, preacher? He said, yes, sir. Yes, sir. He said it. He is the Word of God. Amen. Jesus Christ is the Word of God tonight, preacher. Amen. First John 5 and 7 says there's three that bear record in heaven. Amen. The Father, the Word, and the Spirit. Amen. And these three are one. 
I love him tonight. Amen. A place called there. There's a place of obedience tonight, church. Amen. The Word of God tells us, Chris, that obedience is better than sacrifice. Amen. As you preach Wednesday night, that's been upon my mind ever since I got home from church Wednesday night. Brother, I was watching it. I'm, I'm serious. Amen. Uh, you know about this unnamed prophet. Amen. How, what God told him and instructed him how to do it, preacher. And he veered off the right path. And see, God has given us instructions on how to do it, pastor. On how to get right, how to go to heaven, brother Chris. And there's so many veering off the path. And they're on the road to destruction, Richard. On her way to hell. Yeah. Hey Amen. My grandma used to say as we as kids growing up, Chris, that <laughs> and, and I always thought Granny was cussing. And it was in my little ears at the time, but she'd say, preach, she said, she'd say, son. And I never realized what she meant, Sister Joanne, until I got older. And now I know exactly what she meant, preacher. She said, this world is going to hell in a handbasket. And Granny was a good Christian woman, but I thought she was cussing. She was telling the truth. I mean, they're just loading up in it, getting on their way. Amen. Making their way there because they don't want to be obedient unto God. Just like most children today. Don't want to obey their parents. Amen. Do you know that is the only, and I, you know, I know y'all preachers know, that's the only commandment with promise. It says to honor your mother and father that your days may be long upon this earth. Honor. Obey them. Amen. The same way with God, we have to be obedient unto the Lord tonight. Amen. He'll get us. Preacher, and that's the reason a lot of times there's a place called there. You say, what are you trying to say? That place called there, Brother Chris, is where God wants to get you to see if you'll be obedient to Him. It might be out in the wilderness, preacher. It might be over on the mountainside. You know, there was a place called there for Moses. Amen, on the back side of the mountain over there. And you know what happened whenever he got over there on the back side of the mountain? Amen, he seen a bush on fire. Amen. It still amazes me. I don't know. If I set a bush on fire on the back side of my house, it burns up. But it was the consuming fire of God. That was upon that bush. And God was instructing Moses. <laughs> he said, take your shoes off, Moses. And I don't think Moses stood there and said, well, Lord, you know, I just got these. <laughs> I just got these new Nikes down there at the Foot Locker. You know what he did, preacher? I believe he started kicking them off his face. Be good, Chris. And he said, all right, Lord. Amen. And God said, he said, hey, I believe I can use him. I believe I can use him. And you know what he did? He used him to lead a nation of children of, children of Israel out of Egypt. Amen. And Brother Dennis... Amen, they got back over there to the Red Sea. Amen, I'm trying to hurry. Amen, but they got back over there to the Red Sea, Terry. That was another place called there. God wanted to show them who was in control. Amen, we know that the Pharaoh and the Egyptians, they would hot on their trail, Chris. He got down to there and boom. There the Red Sea was. And you know, a lot of times when the preacher tries to get you to the place called there, we're like the children of Israel. We want to murmur and moan and grumble and complain. 
And he's trying his best to save you from a devil's hell. As preacher Richard said, I know all y'all here know Richard Cole. Amen. He said it several times in several different revivals that he's been to that he's preached for me over the 20 years that I've known him, Brother Chris. Said there's a woman and a man that come to his church and he was preaching his guts out and said, finally, that old woman, which I, can't, I ain't going to say what he said, said that old hag, said she told her husband, said, we're not going back to that church. Said her husband met him after church. The preacher says, we'll not be back. Said he said, Why? Said she said there wasn't no man telling her what to do. And he said that they hadn't been back, Chris, since. All because she didn't want to obey the word of God. The man of God is sent here to instruct you. To teach you. Amen. But there is a place of obedience. Amen. We need to get to that place of obedience tonight. Amen. I know God has told me before, Chris, I want you to go do this. And I, I know the rest of y'all preachers ain't never did this. Lord, I don't want to go there. <laughs> How many times I want to hear about? Lord, I don't want to go there. Terry and I sit down and say, I ain't going. And then preacher stuff starts to go to crumbling in my life. Like all of hell itself is building itself upon my front porch. And then Terry, I'll finally crumble and say, Lord, where do you want me to go? And then preacher, whenever I decide that I want to obey what the Lord is trying to tell me to do, things smooth out. Yeah. That's what he told Jonah, wasn't it? You go down there and preach. Tell them about their sin, Jonah. It's already come up to me. It's a stench in my nostrils. You tell them. Hey man, what's going on? Jonah said, uh-uh. We know what happened to Jonah because he disobeyed the Lord. Hey man, he ran. It says he went down. Uh, that's the first thing you do is go down when you disobey God. Amen. And God was trying to lift him up. Amen. But there's also a place of preparation. Amen, we get to that place, Brother Chris, and God will start preparing us. If we ever get there to the place, for we'll be obedient to God. God will start preparing us for what He wants us to do. Amen, there's also a place of humbling. Amen. I remember one time, how many of you have ever been in a foot washing? Amen, I believe in them. <laughs> Amen, I had people, I'm talking about preachers, pastors, said, I ain't going to wash another man's feet. <laughs> I said, <laughs> I said, what's wrong with you? He said, well, I ain't washing his stinking feet. And I'm talking about preachers, Terry, that, that would say that. And I said, let me go ahead and tell you something, brother. I said, Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me. I said, if I get down and wash Terry Gardner's feet, I'm not washing Terry's feet. Right. <laughs> well, who's you washing, preacher? I'm washing his, amen. Amen. That's who I'm washing, amen. I'm, I'm not washing Terry's feet. I'm washing the Lord's. Right. Amen. It's a humbling place. Amen. And it's a place close to God. I don't know about you, but I like being close to God. Amen. When you get close to God, you know who can't come around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The old devil. Yeah, yeah. Amen. He can't come around you if you're close to God. The Word of God says, draw near to God and He'll draw nigh to you. Amen. I like drawing nigh to Him, Chris. Amen. Because I'll go ahead and tell you, Amen, the devil stays after me all the time. Amen. Just this past week, preacher, a lot of people are going to say, well, you said that on Facebook Live. I said everywhere else I go. Just this past week, Chris, he had me to a place preacher. And I told my wife, I said, I ain't never preaching again. Yeah. 
It got quiet. <laughs> I know some of the rest of you ain't never been there. That you get to that place, Sister Joanne, where it seems like your family's falling apart. And Chris, every time you try to do something right in the eyes of God, it seems like everybody in the world comes against you. I said, I can't do it no more, Lord. Preacher, I said, I can't go on no more. I've just got to sit down. Now I've got a little wife. She hasn't been able to go with me too much here lately because of sickness. And she says, you can't do that. I said, why can't I? Because sometimes, you know, the devil will go to whispering in her ear, Chris. And I know you're married, and he probably does the same thing to you, honey. And I'm not trying to, to get out of the way or nothing. He probably whispering in her ear. Well, he don't never spend no time with you. Preacher, he probably tells your wife, he don't never take us nowhere. Don't ever get to spend no time with your family. You're always spending it with somebody else. Dennis, I says, I can't do it. I said, I don't know how it is here a lot of times, but when you have a special service, the house is full. Christmas, Easter, most time when you have food. (laughs) They come out of the woodwork, don't they, honey? You see them coming out of that naughty pine on the wall. But it seems like, preacher, whenever you're you're preaching your guts out, it's like you're preaching against a brick wall. Then word comes to mind. Travis, Paul told Timothy, he said, be instant, in season, out of season. Preach when it's cold. Preach when it's hot. You just preach. But my wife, she says, honey, you can't give up. She says, you've got too many people depending on you. You're right. You're right. She says, you've got too many people depending on you. She says, there's a few people joined the church, Chris. We see some new faces from time to time, Brother Dennis, and, and there was two more joined this morning. Praise the Lord. She says, you can't give up. That's when the Lord says, you're not doing it anyway. (laughs) I'm not doing it anyway. He is. Amen. But if we'll get close to God. Amen. The devil can't come around us. Amen. Sometimes as men of God, Brother Travis, we'll get out of the will of God. So I'm not talking about going out here willfully sinning. But I'm talking about we'll draw away from him just a little bit. And the devil will get a foot in. When he gets a foot in, he'll get the whole body in. And if we could read on a little ways in Kings, we ain't got time tonight. But you know that happened to Elijah. He just went up against the prophets of Baal. Slew every one of them. Then that old Jezebel told him, said, hey, I will kill you. And he took off run and hid in a cave. Yeah, whining and crying. Lord, I'm the only one left. Come on, preachers, you've been there too. I'm the only one left, Lord, ain't nobody else. But you know it didn't come into the heavy winds or the heavy rain or the loud booms of thunder. 
come in that small, still voice. <laughs> Deep down within, Brother Chris. That's where he got a hold of it. That's where he got close to God again. Hey man, there's a place of revelation. Hey man, that God will reveal things to you. Hey man, there's a place of cleansing. Hey man, I don't know about you, but I like being clean. Hey man. I don't like coming up here to come somewhere to preach and stink. That's just me. Hey man, somebody says, well, you don't look too good. Well, I didn't look in the mirror before I left. So. I didn't have all that blush to put on Travis. And let me go ahead and tell you, I ain't going to wear it either. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> no, brother, we ain't going to preach no word for it. <laughs> but there's reviving in a place called there too. Amen. I don't know about you, but we can get revived in the house of God. Yes, we can, brother. Amen. There was something this morning, Brother Dennis, in the church services that we had that just put life back into me. And you say, what was that? The Holy Spirit of God. Amen. Amen. And they asked me, I mean, you know, we all get down and out from time to time. But you know, every year the newest preacher preaches at the sunrise service. Then there's another preacher preaching at our Thanksgiving service. But the newest preacher there this morning, he brought a good word, but they'd asked me to read some scripture before he preached and to pray. And I went over there to John 20. I started reading what they were there in the upper room, Brother Locke, behind closed doors. And it says that, you know, it was after the resurrection of the Lord, Brother Chris. And, and it said this right here that they was there. They locked themselves in because they were in fear of the Jews. They were afraid, preacher, that they were going to die too. Amen. But it says, then came Jesus and stood in the midst of them with the door being locked. (laughs) With the door being locked, Terry, he came and stood in the midst of them. And he said, peace be unto you. And on a little bit over there, somebody would say, well, preacher, we don't believe that way. Well, if you don't, I don't know what to tell you because the Holy Ghost of God is real. Amen, but he said this right here, preacher, he said, and a lot of times there was one that wasn't there and he missed out. Thomas, and a lot of times when you miss a church service, you miss the best service that you've been in a long time. Yeah, oh boy, if you'd have been there, the roof come off. Man, if I'd have been there, yeah, if you'd have been there, you wouldn't have missed it. But preacher, I got on over there where it says that Jesus breathed on them. And said, receive you the Holy Ghost. And it set a spark in me this morning, preacher. And when I started praying, Pastor, I said, Lord, breathe on us one more time. Breathe on us one more time. Well, preacher, we don't believe in all that. Well, hey, the Holy Ghost of God is real. And amen, I tell you what, I like feeling Him breathe on me. Amen. You know what happens when the breath of God starts coming upon you? The anointing of God starts coming upon you, preacher. Amen. You'll do things, preacher, that you never thought you'd do before. Hey, you might even run the pews. Amen. I said, I said, breathe on me one more time, God. Do it again, Lord. Breathe on me. Renew that spirit within me. But it was a place called there that Elijah was prepared for Mount Carmel. It was that little bitty place called there, Dennis. Down there at the brook Cherith that God was preparing Elijah for Mount Carmel. Amen. Because if we go on into the Scripture after the brook dried up, 
He says, I want you to go on down to Zarephath. He says, I've already commanded. There it is again. A widow woman there to sustain thee. Amen. She's going to take care of you, Elijah. And we know the story, preacher, that when he got down there, there was the widow woman. She was gathering up sticks. Amen. He told her, hey, go fetch me some water. He said, why are you gone? How about making me a biscuit? He'd want one of them big old cat heads too. <laughs> Amen. And she says, that the Lord God liveth. Preacher, she says, I just have enough meal in the barrel and a little oil in the cruise. She says, I'm gathering these sticks to dress them so that we can cook them and me and my son, in other words, eat our last meal and die. He says, go make me a cake first. Hey, listen to this now. She was obedient. She went and made him a cake of bread and brought it back. And you know what the Word of God says after that, Travis? It says in all the days, Dennis, and I'm paraphrasing again, had it didn't rain because there's a famine in the land, it says that the barrel of meal and the cruise of oil wasted not. Every time she would stick her little hand in there, preacher, God would put another big old handful in. (laughs) And then Chris, after he left there, he made his journey to Mount Carmel. There was a place called there that Elijah stood up on the mountaintop, preacher. And all them prophets of Baal calling upon their gods. And Elijah said something. He said, let the God that sends down fire from heaven be God. And I believe it was a little old 62 word prayer preacher that Elijah prayed. Elijah started crying out to God, but these prophets of Baal, they started crying out to their Travis and, and oh Elijah, I like Elijah. Said he started mocking them, making fun of them. Your God must be on vacation. (laughs) He must be asleep. He he must be a heavy sleeper. He can't hear you doing all that hollering. He's on a journey somewhere. And it said Elijah started praying. And I believe the thunder started rolling. Amen. God sent fire down from heaven. Amen. It burned up. You ever tried to burn wet wood? I have. Me and my son was trying to burn sun in the pouring down rain yesterday evening. It was hard. But you know what? After the fire got hot enough, it burned. Amen. But when God sent that Holy Ghost fire down, Hey man, preacher Terry. Hey man, he had it all up on the altar, brother Chris. Hey man, it said it got the burn offering. Hey man, it got the wood. Hey man, it licked the water up around the trench. It licked the ashes up. Took every bit of it. God prepared Elijah for that very moment, and I believe tonight in closing. Somebody get a song. If it's all preacher, I'm going to give you an altar call. Chris just shaking his head. Just sang. Son, sang. I'll, I'll do you like Dennis. Just sang. But I believe God's got a place called there for each and every one of us tonight. You said, preacher, your place might not be mine. You're exactly right. My place called there might not be your place called there. He might have a different destination for you, Brother Travis, than he does me. He might have a different job for you, Pastor Dennis, than he does me. But there's a place called there for each and every one of us. Amen. And I believe tonight within all my heart, Sister Kristen, that if we'll just be obedient unto the Lord tonight,
that God will prepare us for the job that He's got set before us. Just like He did Elijah, Preacher Terry. God, He said this right here in His Word. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. He said, I'll go with you all the way. I don't know where you come from. All the way is all the way. That means to the very end, Brother Richard. Amen. Pastor, I believe this within all my heart. The Word of God tells us this. He said in John chapter 14, He says, Let not your heart be troubled. He said, You believe in God, believe also in Me. He said, For in My Father's house are many mansions. (laughs) He said, If it wasn't so, I'd have told you. He said, But I go to prepare a place for you. He says, if I go and prepare a place, listen to me now. He said, I will come again. He said, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there you may be also. Listen to me, church. We need to get close to God again tonight. Hey man, we've got too many. I'll go ahead and tell you. I know the lump. Some of us, we got wayward children. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? They're looking to us for an answer. Sister Joanne, my children's a night preacher, and I'm trying to live the best godly life I can, Brother Travis, in front of them. But you know, this world has so much to offer them today, preacher. None of it's good. It's just like with Adam and Eve over there. God gave them and said, Look, you can have this whole garden. Everything is in is yours. He said, But there's one tree in the midst of it. He said, Stay away from that one. And we all know what happened. We all know the story. Disobedience came upon the scene. But there was something there, Sister Joanne, that took place in that garden that day. Preacher the devil was in the midst of that garden. He got there up into that tree, and Eve was there, sir. She says, if we even touch that tree, we'll die. God told them not to eat of it. Amen, preacher. She got a hold of it. And see, the very thing that God tells us is dangerous for us. The devil tells us it's okay. I don't know about up here in Burke County. McDowell County. I should know that. I'm just down the street. But you know the other side of the mountain's Burke, ain't it? I don't know about up here, but down there in Rutherford County, fentanyl is taking children's lives every day. I mean one right after the other. And it's the old devil saying, hey, it ain't going to hurt you. Sister Joe and I pray for my children every day. And I tell them, Dennis, I said, honey, son, if if anybody ever offers you anything, I said, don't take it. Because this world has nothing good to offer you. There's not but one preacher has something good for you, and that's Jesus Christ. And tonight, He is that place called there. Jesus Christ is. As God told Moses, He said, there is a place in the cleft of the rock. And that rock is Jesus. Would you come tonight? Would you obey the Lord tonight? Be obedient unto the Lord. Just surrender everything to Him tonight. You might be here tonight and and you don't really know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Tonight would be tonight to get to that place called there. Would you come? God might have this place called there for you tonight. 
have a job for you to do. He's been telling you, he's been talking to us, preacher Terry, telling us, hey, I want you to go here, or I want you to go there. But we have to get to that place called there before God can prepare us. Would you come tonight?